Peace, family. Thank you for joining the I Grew Up Over 30 podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and I greet you in love. So, WAP by Cardi and Meg sent the world over the moon. It really got me to thinking. All these bitches out here talking about having some wet-ass pussies, but the way these public bathrooms be smelling, I'm thinking more bacterial vaginosis. I mean, I like the song, but there was something deeper that hit me listening to there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. So let's talk about them hoes. According to a CDC report from 2014, compared to recent times, chlamydia has increased 19%, gonorrhea is up 63%, and syphilis is up 71%. Y'all do know that untreated STDs can lead to pelvic inflammatory disease infertility, complicated pregnancies, and even death, honestly. So with that being said, I don't know why congenital syphilis is up 185% since 2014. So for y'all that don't know, that's when the mother passes it on to the unborn child. So other than it just being crazy, than the fact that we live in 2020 and people are still being reckless with their sex, it really clicked to me how much we disregard the beauty of our sex. Now, I'm not here to tell you to hold on to it or to siphon it out or anything like that. And I'm not here to act like I ain't have a whole phase. But what I realize now is that what I thought was empowering and what I felt like was my decision to give away what I had to who I wanted to was really just unprocessed trauma manifesting in a false sense of control. I guess I should be upfront and say my whole phase was early. Maybe typical timing to some, but as a mother of teenage daughters, I had no business fucking. And more so, who I was fucking had no business fucking me. Now, I'm not going to go into specifics this episode, but suffice it to say that me, like many other young girls, were molested and victims of sexual assault before and after puberty. Unfortunately, my story people that were close to me violated my body and I just never felt safe to say anything. As I got older and my body began to do what it naturally was supposed to do, I started to use my body to get attention. Not in like a slutty way or anything like that, but I was just super flirty and I just wanted to feel a man's touch. It was what I considered to be love and I thought it was cute. And most of the chicks that I hung with were pretty much doing the same thing. So it was really no judgment in living like that. Again, we were teenagers. I didn't grow up with my mother and they had bad examples. I had bad examples. It was just a whole lot going on that we shouldn't have been fucking doing it. But what you going to do? I can say now that in everything that I did, I never really gave myself pleasure. I never came the way that I do now. I was never even turned on the way that I am now. I never felt like I was being loved or being glorified the way that I feel now when I make love to my husband. I didn't even think to feel beautiful afterward the way that I do now. I mean, I just don't even think that there was ever a time that I was really satisfied and I most definitely never took pleasure in satisfying the way that I do now the way that it turns me on to get my man off 
and it never really felt like my satisfaction mattered the way that it does now. And at the time, I felt like I was grown. I felt like I was owning my my womanhood. I felt like, you know, it was my body and I could do whatever I wanted to, which is true, but it was not what was best for me and what I needed to really be doing, which was healing. It was really just a perverted way to use my young body to get the temporary attention of a loser-ass man, truth be told. And it's really crazy how the mind of a young girl can be warped and manipulated and how her trauma can be exploited for quick sex and the really dangerous path that that can lead you on. But again, I thought I was grown. I thought I knew what I was doing and I thought I could handle it. So I thought I was in control, but the truth was that I wasn't. The men that I was dealing with, they knew exactly what they were doing. And while I knew what I was doing, in the sense of I knew that I was having sex, I had no idea the sexual and emotional trauma that I was committing against myself. I thought that I was healing. I thought that that was, you know, my way of getting over whatever had happened to me. Because if I created new experiences and had them the way I wanted them to be, then the past didn't matter anymore. And really, I was just abusing myself and I was the victim at the same damn time. I mean, I thought I was taking back my control and I I really wasn't. And when I say that, I think I realize now that those were my thoughts. At the time, I'm not sure I really processed anything. It was just a matter of, this is what I know and this is what I see being done so might as well hopefully though if you had your whole phase or if you're in one you were safe you're being smart you're protecting yourself with whomever I wasn't I was a teenager that ain't have no business doing what I was doing um, and I didn't come from parents that talked to me about it so when I say I didn't know what I was doing, not only did I know not know how my body worked, I didn't know how to protect my body. Um, the joke of whatever sex ed was, I guess I can say I paid attention, but they ain't never really tell me where I could get these condoms and birth control pills and all these things. You know, it wasn't ever nothing that I took serious, so I wasn't safe with my body. Um man looking back on it I'm so thankful that I never caught nothing and I could have been pregnant early early earlier um, and I wasn't uh, but you know I'm one of many with that story so um hopefully you are you know but whatever my experiences were filled with manipulation my vulnerability was so obvious that it left me with a target right between my legs and I had this weird association between sex and ma womanhood. I figured, you know, it made me grown. So a lot of the experiences that I had really didn't involve sex per se in regards to like penetration. But like I said, I was flirty. I was, you know, starved for attention. So I started being a little bit more inclusive after a couple of experiences 
in regards to who I actually let penetrate me. But nonetheless, they were still some type of sexual encounters. Um, sometimes I put myself in situations that really could have ended bad. Um, and thankfully they didn't. Um, but it added to my false sense of power. It gave me this feeling like the cat and mouse game that I was playing with these dudes. Like they liked it and it made them more lustful over me. So it just added to my traumatic mindset, my, my thoughts of empowerment and, you know, rocking that shit, I guess. So now when I think back to those times, I, I really go deep into what was going on at the time. You know, I kind of quietly just reminisce on those days and what it felt like to be that age and what the world was like around me. And a lot of that includes, you know, thinking about shit that we did as kids and the relationships that we saw, you know, people go through in our families and in our neighborhoods and stuff. And I think about a lot of the movies that I watched and the different type of music that was out, like being an 80s baby, but growing up in the 90s and, you know, adulting in the 2000s, there was a lot of different aspects of music that went on during that time. And what I was listening to, you know, younger, younger in the 80s, there was a lot of music that females were talking about empowering themselves and demanding respect and representing the culture. It was an expression of talent and equality. And so many women were rapping about being able to do what men could do, whether it was, you know, sports, corporate America, sex, you know what I'm saying? Rap skills, or just the ability to be able to make and spend money on the same status as a man could. And ironically enough, there was men crooning over women you know the songs that they were singing about were you know just doing anything that they could for taste of a woman how they would provide this life for you the gratification they got from pleasing and providing for a woman they you know sang songs about being intimidated by a woman's beauty and presence and how they were so infatuated but they would do basically whatever to get by her side so it was a very different type of music that's going on today you know a lot of women also you know it kind of led to a self-empowerment and then different aspects of self-empowerment and they took that shit to another level they took that power to another level and a lot of the women that I was listening to were on some you know get your nut and get a buck that's it it was an aggressive approach to sex without the love. They didn't need all that shit that men were talking about and you providing for me and you giving me the world, the sun, moon, and stars that don't even belong to you. Like, I'm not even hearing that shit. I got my own sun, moon, and stars, you know, but I'm going to fuck you and get this nut and I'm going to be on about my way. So it translated to me in my mind that, oh, we weren't catching feelings. We was just using this pussy to get what we needed. And it was a way to express my sexual desires. I was a teenager, bitch. Okay. We're not talking about where I'm at now, right? We talking about the nineties, right? Late eighties, early to mid nineties. We talking about 10 
seven, 12 year olds type shit. The type shit you don't want your kids listening to. Like, I know a lot of people think it's cute. These young girls can do these dances on TikTok and all this other shit. But please bear in mind as someone who has gone through trauma and experienced being immersed in music and that type of shit, it does affect how your child thinks. Why you think these people be talking about these mass murderers and, and these? Anyway, I was a teenager. I had no business even thinking about my sexual desires or how to please them, satisfy them, what they were, nothing like that. I never talked about what happened to me. So hearing that it was so common amongst other people, it was my therapy to sexually express myself. It was myself telling me that it was okay to do what I was doing. So let's do some math, right? I had experienced trauma before I was a teenager. Then as a teenager, I acted out sexually because I felt like it was my way of controlling myself. Before I even finished high school, I was a parent. We're going to square that to the inherent trauma of my mother and the things that sexually happened to her and her mother and unknown trauma that she may have experienced and the things that she had to see and go through. Um, all of this happening before I was even a thought in my mother's mind because she wasn't even a thought in her mother's mind. All of that into forming people with wounded wounds and spirits. Add in, like I said, society, the people I associated with, my pregnancies over time, um, man, I was, I'm a walking SVU episode. Now, look, I don't need you oohing and on over what I'm saying, and I don't need you trying to take pity over my experiences. It's just my story. It's a condensed one at that, but to this day, I'm working on healing that same womanhood. I'm working on forgiving myself for the pain that was caused to me and the pain that I caused myself because I never healed from the pain that was caused to me. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to get to the point that you first stop any and all toxic, casual, or monogamous sex, okay? Because sometimes we might not be out here hoeing, but the person that we with is fucking toxic, or they're out hoeing and they bringing that shit back to you, right? And we're not just talking about the obvious, like I said, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, we're not talking about just that. We're just talking about that negative shit that's dripping from their dick, okay? That that can bring you all kind of diseases and dis-ease, okay? Even more so to that, some of us that have had abortions, that we've miscarried, that have had stillborn births, I mean, have we even healed from that before we started letting somebody new or even the same person explode inside of you? I mean, at some point, we have to start analyzing the energy that we're ex accepting into our sacred space. We have to understand the effects that having these men's sex have on our insides. What poison is he coating your insides with? Have you ever thought of the energy that he's releasing inside of you? His trauma, his pain, his troubles that he's just 
freely allowed to unload in you? When, when you're even giving yourself away, are you detached? Do you even actively engage on getting your own pleasure? Or are you just there to collect? You know, uh, back in the day, Escape had a song. Um, and she said, every man wants a woman that ain't good for just laying on her back. Do not judge my singing, bitch, because that's not what we're here for. The message was, they they don't mind somebody for real they really don't they they don't want that in their wife but in the bitches going through life the ones that they not trying to just kick it with yeah those are just fine to just lay there because they just came to to let one off uh, let a couple off if they backed up and all he's thinking about is literally releasing He's not there to give you nothing. He's not there to make sure you got nothing. He's not there to even make make you enjoy it. He just want to get it off. And if he's immature, go and tell somebody. So it's important that we understand what's so sacred about sex. Because I really feel like there's a lot of women out here that are having sex. But y'all not really experiencing intimacy. You're not deservingly getting dicked down right let's just first let's do this we're going to have to accept the fact that for a man penetrating a woman is an amazing feeling if you've never given yourself the pleasure to feel what you feel like when you are excited when you are swollen when you are ready to receive you should probably try that and then you'll see why for some men most men many men many men just feeling it especially when we let them hit it raw dog and they get all the warmth and come on sis what your body can do is a beautiful thing don't shy up now on me it's an amazing feeling that's why they be finishing before they even fucking start where for us, shit, we just getting started. But that's you not knowing how to get you where you need to be. That's on you to learn you and, and work on you so that it can be a beautiful experience before penetration. In most cases, we're holding on to so much pain and trauma that we just using sex to fix things. We had an argument. Now we, we sexing. You know, um, if we sleep through the night mad, then it's makeup sex, right? Um, some use sex to get their money up, to fix certain relationships or to cause harm to other relationships. Sometimes sex becomes the only reason we stay with somebody. Um, you know, there are some people that stay just for money. There's some people that stay just for sex. Literally. Everything will be toxic about a person. Everything about them is harmful. But we're there. Swapping spit, taking in all their lies told and hidden. All their deep down, everything that they can't articulate into words getting dumped off inside you. And just to also add, there's other ways that we can abuse our womanhood. Our diet, our lack of water intake. We don't take our vitamins. We're not getting the proper nutrients. And we are eating some kind of 
animal for every damn meal. But you can't have a salad without some damn chicken on it, right? Now, I'm not here to tell you that I'm being perfect and that I'm vegan and I'm doing that because, bitch, I just finished me some fucking leftovers, okay? And they was hella good. But I will say that I can absolutely tell the difference in the functions of my mind, my body, and my spirit when I eat like shit versus when I take time and use better judgment in what I consume. Now, lately, for real, I've been dabbling in Queen of Fula's book, the sacred woman guidebook and it's really making me want to go back to being healthy and not for vanity for real it's more the progress that I'm making in therapy and as I continue to peel back the layers of Andrea I understand the importance of healing my wound I know that there is a big connection to the traumas inherited and brought on into my wound in the way that I experience life on a daily day, on a day-to-day basis. Things like not speaking up for myself, being misguided by my pain, my insecurities, my fears, my negative experiences that I have very deep within the walls of my core tend to be what I lead with. And what happens is it becomes a magnet for other people that are going through the same or have gone through the same. And the next thing you know, bitch, we trauma bonding and that's all we got to talk about. And baby, I don't have time. That then leads to justifying toxic encounters and doing detrimental self-destructive shit. Our center is the place where we hold life, even if we can't or we don't create it. The health of your womb gives you mental clarity. It provides discernment for your environment and your relationships. And if not treated properly, it will have you feeling like shit from the inside out. It's time we cut out the toxic food that we consume, change what we expose our eyes and our ears to, and make better choices about who we give access to our love. And I just want to say one last thing to you. Invest in a shower head with a hose. Cock that motherfucking leg up and get all up in them guts, sis. That cum he dumped in you might be laced. Drink your water and eat your colors. We got to take better care of ourselves because everything that we allow inside of us, whichever way it may come, affects everything that we feel about ourselves, that we do with our lives, and how we treat our environment and the people in it. It's okay that we've gone through these things. We gotta get to a point where we accept what's happened and we try to start to heal from it. And this healing shit, let me tell you, it don't end. And the more you get into one aspect of your life, you start to realize how so much of yourself is enveloped in trauma and pain it's okay to start healing forgive yourself for your mistakes that you made because you were hurt and now do better <laughs>